Searching for is not a panel of professionals. We're just a few dudes having a conversation about our mental well-being. If you are listening to us for recommended treatment, please seek out a professional or a group of professionals. If you are listening to us for our stories and opinions, then enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Um, this is the Searching For podcast. Um, this is our pilot episode, I guess you could call it. Kind of just an introduction to everything we're doing. Um, so, yeah. Um, my name is Shay. Um, I'm 21. I don't know if that matters, really. Um, but essentially, this was kind of a, a weird thought that happened a couple nights ago. Uh, seriously, it was like 2 in the morning. And I text Matt on Instagram. I was like, yo, you know what would be sick? let's start a freaking podcast as a, is this a stupid idea? And he was like, nah, dude, let's do it. I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> so because Matt at 2am is, is the most clear headed Matt. <laughs> yeah. So here we are, uh, literally like four days later, we're recording the first episode. I'm really excited. I actually text my friend last night. I was like, this is like the most excited I've been for a project in a very long time. So yeah. Um, I'm glad to be a part of it. Heck yeah. I am too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Though. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, I think Matt should go since you brought him up first. Oh, okay. Um, my name's Matt. I'm 26 and I'm a recent transplant into the Phoenix area from Dallas. And um, I'm a full-time office gig kind of guy uh, with a part-time job and everything else that I want to do. I like to draw, sing, um, attempts to play bass and uh, you need to write more slack. And I like to read a lot. So, um, and then I also like to uh, go on like multiple hour long rants while my friends are held captive in the passenger seat of my car. <laughs> 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 I'll very, just grab one, drives, strap them in. And um, it's kind of like he entices us with coffee and pastries. That's right. <laughs> Specifically, like, Bosa. Hey, do yeah. you want to go get you want to go get some uh, some coffee? And uh, well, we're all a bunch of twenty somethings, so coffee is like pretty much more attractive than women at this point, especially at two in the morning. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's it's just how we do. John's just shrugging. So I actually don't like coffee. We'll get into that later. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's part of some like side effect of a mental illness. So we'll we'll get into that later. So. Well, um, but yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me. Um, you know, I come from a, a very colorful background and so we'll get into that later. Yeah. John. Uh, and you know, coming in as the thick little caboose of this triangle we've got going here. Uh, I'm John. (laughs) I'm Matt's roommate and by proxy, I'm Shay's friend. (laughs) (laughs) Matt finally laughs. (laughs) And I just got back to plug and break other first episodes, so that's awesome. Uh, But yeah, uh, name's John. I'm a big old fat computer nerd, security guard. I studied in video game design and then got into 3D animation and then just do a bunch of projects on the side that I start and never finish because, you know, that's par for the course with, with animators. Um, I feel like that's just par for the course for with any anybody, creative. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, to I mean, having I'm sure your own interests. Oh, dude, in. I have gigabyte yeah. 
like so, mul- multiple gigabyte files yeah. on my um, computer. I'm the I'm the resident um, animator guy slash gun nut, um, and I'm just here to have a good time and talk about some sad boy stuff. Heck yeah! Thanks for doing this with me, boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, be I guess, awesome. Yeah, dude. It. I'm I'm very very excited. I guess I didn't really talk about what I do. Um, I'm mostly a musician slash producer slash audio engineer slash whatever you want to call me at. Uh, Trinity Church here in Mesa, Arizona. Um, I do do a lot of stuff for them. Um, but yeah, music's kind of my my thing. Went to school for audio engineering. So when the whole podcast thing came up, I was like, hey, I got Pro Tools. I got some microphones. Let's freaking do this. And uh, fun fact, uh, if you ever want to start a podcast, it's a hell of a lot easier to distribute a podcast than it is music. Dude, it's freaking free. As to where when you just like do any sort of distribution for music, it costs like at least 20 or 40 bucks. Oh, yeah. Uh, It sucks. I'm like, I literally was like, all right, we're going to have to like pool together some money and figure out how we're going to be able to afford this. Literally, it's free. Well, like what's the service? Like the like the hub thing that you're using? Yeah, I'm using a website. It's literally just like a dual offer podcast distribution. Yeah, it's called anchor.fm. Yeah, we're not sponsored. We just really like their shit. Yeah, literally, it's been like I I started it earlier this morning. Like, I mean, if if they wanted to, you know, yeah, anchor FM give us money. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) no, dude. um, Seriously, it's a really really cool, really cool like interface. Being able to design artwork inside, like you can design artwork in it too. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did all that art. Like, so I took a picture. Like, for those of you that see this, like artwork for the podcast it's like i took that picture on my phone like months ago just airdropped it to my laptop mm-hmm. and then uploaded it and then they gave me a whole bunch of font options and you can crop it and color that's, grade it and that's really and cool i like that you've been talking to me about this this little pro is it just a program or a website or yeah it's literally it's website i i googled like, i googled like, how like, to start a podcast <laughs> and this is how we ended up here well, I mean, <laughs> if, if, if it made like the top 10 on Google, then it's obviously doing something right. Actually, it was linked by Spotify. Oh. Yeah. So, so. Anchor so, FM, please give us so money. So basically, we don't need to do <laughs> to do promo work for it. It already did it. Yeah. No, it's it's amazing. But like, I'm really, really That's just wild. This. That's just really cool. I thought it'd be way more difficult. I thought no. we'd have to like. Same. Pull like the raw audio formats and like toss them into, I mean. I'm I'm doing all that. That's I mean, no problem. I mean, yeah, but just like I mean, like like the whole finish thing, like going to individual websites and like oh yeah, like no, a thank bunch of God, yeah. yeah, that would suck. Um, okay, so I guess we should kind of talk about what this whole thing is. I know we kind of mentioned it a little bit, but um, so all three of us are rather creative people, whether that be music, art, graphic design, animation, whatever it may be. Like, there's days where we like to be photographers. There's days where, you know, whatever. We're right. like we're like everyone else. Everybody's just got like a little itch to do something, and them. Um, everyone's got a hobby, you know. Yeah, ours is just involves mainly just making various things. Yeah, and and what comes with that, and what I found with a lot of my friends is, especially in this day and age, like everyone struggles a little bit with something, with some sort of like mental illness, and that's like a heavy term to use, I guess. But like, I mean, mean, just the fact that you like have to stop and correct yourself just goes to show like what kind of stigma and like label it is to say like a mental illness. But um, and how and how complex it can be too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. illnesses. I think you know there's degrees to it. A cold is an illness just as much as you know leukemia. 
Um, they're both illnesses. Just one's one's leukemia. Yeah, one's got a dope name though. Colds are pretty sick. That yeah. is a sick name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. If you can't tell, sorry guys. Um, yeah. So yeah, with this whole thing, you know, I struggle a lot with anxiety, uh, a lot of panic attacks. I have been diagnosed with with what is called. Um, uh, hypochondriosis is what they used to call it. Now they call it um, it's like you know, illness anxiety disorder. Essentially, I'm a hypochondriac. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Um, it, it gets a little more intense than that. Like I can't be like affirmed by doctors and medical backing that I'm not dying. I still feel like I'm dying. Stupid. It's really annoying. Um, but yeah, so we're going to kind of talk about, you know, mental illness and like our family lives and how that's kind of played a little bit of a, a part into it. And uh, we're going to talk about like how it affects our, our work, whether that be like being a security guard, like, or writing a guitar riff, like anything and everything that we, that we've experienced and we're not professionals in no. any yeah. way. Let's set that precedent first. We yeah. are in no way like professionals at all. Yeah. We're, we're literally, as Matt put it, we're just some 20 somethings who have a few things to say about a few other things. And, yeah. You know, and, and you know, everybody, everybody, <clears throat> everybody's got their own walk and, you know, we, uh, we did not choose to go the medical uh, school route. So <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. um, if you're listening to this podcast for advice, um, awesome. Love giving advice. Ask any of my friends. I That's- don't, Sorry, I I'm, don't shut up about giving my opinions and advice. Uh, if you are looking to this podcast for treatment, call a therapist. Yeah, <laughs> talk to somebody who does this for a living because we sure as hell don't. Yeah, that is one hundred percent true. That's actually a part of the reason I wanted to start this with you, in particular. I've talked to a lot of my friends about mental health and stuff, and and I've never really had a friend that I can actually like sit down and just be like, yo, everything sucks. And then you're like, Hey man, it's going to be all right. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll get through it together. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, so I think that's a pretty cool, like brief summary of what's to yeah. be expected. We're also going to get a bunch of, you know, guests to come on. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, I already have talked I mean, to a few yeah, people. You see, you got a few coming. Yeah. yeah. And I know I have at least one guy who'd be all about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we will talk about some like tougher subjects. Um, so, listener discretion is advised. We'll do our best to, um, you know, alert our viewers and listeners to the topics of discussion. But if we forget a trigger warning here and there, um, please don't torch us on social media. We didn't mean to. Yeah. We love all of you, and um, we we want what's best. But uh, we're we're just we're just a couple of dudes in an apartment, or possibly other places. And uh, you know, we we don't mean any harm by this. So uh, you know, if we uh, if we touch touch on something that's a little sensitive, um, just bear with us, or by all means, take a step away from it. Um, you know, we don't need your view as much as you need your peace of mind. Yeah, and I want to kind of just add on to that. Um, there's also an email that you can hit us up at any time. Um, we all have the login, so we'll be responding and or answering 
things on here. I know that's something that we want to talk about is like, if you guys are going through anything, if anybody's going through anything and just wants some peace of mind, like to feel like they're not alone, dude, send us, send us an email. Like we'd be happy to take a second and talk. And, and again, just to reiterate, because I don't want anybody having any sort of misconception. We're not professionals. Like we just figured that we'd, 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 open the door for anybody listening that if they have something they either want to get off their chest or the ideas that they would like us to maybe discuss amongst ourselves or amongst our guests that you can just drop us a line in the email and we'll respond or you know depending on how if this takes off you know then we'll 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 pick and choose different emails and then we'll we'll discuss them on the show or you know if it's a specific question we'll we'll talk about that but again that harkens back to the whole you know, we're not professionals, so we'll just, we'll offer our best advice, but it's not, you know, anything like credible really. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think the biggest thing is we all need a a support system. Yeah. The world's a tough place and not to sound, and that's, I find myself correcting myself. Here we go. Like this is kind of going into it. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't want to like, I, I've almost been conditioned to sound like they're to say stuff like, Oh, and I don't want to sound like a wimp. By saying something like that, oh, it's, yeah. it's true. Like, I mean, even like one of the mottos that we have at the church is like, the world is difficult. Life is tough. It's better to go through it with a group than by yourself. Oh, yeah. And so I think I mean, that's kind of an, a common mindset like that we yeah. all share. I mean, so humans are super social beings. So you're not meant to go through it alone. So we just yeah. figured we'd start this up. That way people have you know, some place to go to. We're not trying to, to, to you know, inflate our own egos with that. We just figured... We had some things that we would want to put out there for anybody who might need some help. And if you want to reach out, you can reach out. Heck yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely support. Um, so I don't know if you guys are ready to like move on. Yeah, I think I think the introductory period is, is pretty, pretty well. Yeah, pretty well done. So. so something that I was thinking of today while we were talking about doing this is, um, you know, what are some like universal questions that'll give everybody like an idea of like where we're going with this. And, you know, um, nobody wants to listen to anybody's advice, um, you know, just off the wall. So I would like to give like some background on all of us more so, more so than like where we've come from and like what we do, but like also, provide some insight on our mindsets on our own like mental health and so you know i just have a few questions and we'll go through these like one at a time thank you and um you know the first question of great importance is um i wanted to ask my two friends here what role does mental health awareness play in their day-to-day life you want to take it sure yeah Yeah. Um, so mental health awareness, like as far as like, how am I aware to my own or like just like nationally, how do I feel like it's being recognized? Um, you know, you can go into to a little bit of both, but, okay. um, I, I like to hear more like personal, like, you know, what are things that you do on a daily basis to either do checks or to, you know, make sure you know, recovery and yeah, know, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, so for me personally, um, like I said, I suffer from pretty, pretty bad panic attacks and they could either be brief. Like I can talk myself out of them in a matter of 30 seconds to a minute 
but that minute might feel like a freaking lifetime. Like it sucks. Or I've had moments where I, I get stuck in, in a lot of, I've been to therapy and stuff and a lot of therapists uh, and doctors and medical professions and WebMD and whatever. They call it like that automatic, like fight or flight, like adrenaline yeah, thing. Yeah. And so like you can't get out of that. Then I've had periods where I go like a month of that, just constant chest, like chest pains, can't breathe, feeling like I'm going to die. Like there was a moment where I like couldn't work out. Like I couldn't walk without feeling like I was going to have a heart attack and like fall over dead. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So um, That's, I remember that. It's actually more than I think you've ever shared with me. I oh, think yeah. That, like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's it's pretty intense. Um, like I remember the day had, like, anxiety issues and stuff. I just didn't realize it was like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I remember the day that uh, Shay texted me and was just like, "Hey, you know how I feel like um, I feel like I'm like really like cardiovascularly unhealthy." And I was like, "Yeah, man, like I know you've been feeling that way for a little bit." And uh, he goes, "Well, I've just decided that." Um, like I know my heart's not going to explode, so I'm just going to start working out and doing exercises to make my heart healthy, um, because like the worst thing that can happen is I'll get in better shape. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, there there got to you, be. <laughs> you tricked yourself into getting healthy. <laughs> no, well, so my girlfriend Kira, um, she also has really bad anxiety, like really yeah. bad anxiety, and uh, she's found a way that's really good for her. That's like, she's, she's able to keep it under control for the most part. And that's she's awesome. also a super helpful person for me like in my life. And she's made such a big impact on like certain ways that I view like spreading myself too thin, which kind of comes from another bit of being anxious. Like I'm too anxious to tell people no to like work. I have the worst time <laughs> Dude, telling yeah. people no. Yeah, seriously. I so, just want to make everybody happy. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And that's not our jobs, you know, like, we need to take care of ourselves, but, um, but yeah, so we had, we had been talking about like this whole thing and she was saying, you know, like the only way that you can like get through this is to prove to yourself that you're not going to die. Like there was, there was a point when I was like playing drums and I literally thought like if I was to raise my like heart rate above like 120, it was going to be it. like flat line. I'm dead over. And she was like, we just need to practice and you need to play drums and you need to play the entire set otherwise and and do that until you can feel, realize that you're not going to die. Like, it's just like an irrational thought. That's wild. Yeah, dude. She's a, like, she's a badass. Yeah. Like, certified badass. Yeah. <laughs> um, Basically, but, I just told you, here's pretty told tough. You to sack up. Yeah. Much. Oh, yeah. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. No, I haven't so, actually met her yet. She sounds like a cool, like cool chick. You haven't met Kira? I haven't met Kira Oh, yet. my no, God. Okay, well. Guest spot. Guest spot. spot. First guest spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so I guess that's kind of a little bit of like, I don't know. That's that's how I've kind of noticed my, my anxiety. Um, I'll, I'll notice like when it's hitting me, um, it kind of comes in waves. So it'll be like that general anxiousness where I'm just like, jittery and like slightly uncomfortable but then there gets to be parts where i'm like all right i'm dissociating everything feels like i'm in like a freaking cutscene to a video game oh yeah excuse me i think actually we had a conversation about that we like did. you'll just like daydream like the movie scene of like what you're currently doing like, like yeah you'll imagine like the wide camera shots and like the crane shots and stuff and like then that. you're like oh this isn't a movie well, it's funny because this I do, is life, this is my I, life. Do, <laughs> I do literally that like that low key is like I govern my life that way. Yeah. Like I, I, I told, I told myself this when I was in like middle school of like, 
because I was super anxious of embarrassing myself because mm-hmm. I had multiple times when I was younger and it just like killed me. Right. So I, I tricked myself into beating it by just saying, just imagine you're on camera all the time. Mm-hmm. And that helped in the short term. Yeah. But then in the <laughs> but, long term, you're but, like, Oh, but then, but then, you know, 13 years later, that's just funny. a just a walking mess. <laughs> now, now we've all hit that that point where it's just like embarrass myself. Yeah, I'll embarrass myself. Yeah, I do that see, every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I, I got lucky to have been pressured into doing high school theater my senior year. Nice, which completely broke me out of that. But it was it was like it controlled. It's my almost life yeah. Little, it's almost that like same instance that, yeah. of like you need to push yourself. Oh yeah. to that oh, boundary. Yeah. It was very much my Kira in that sense because yeah. I, I had a I took. I needed to take a credit. Like I had one more like elective credit to take for my senior year of high school. And my buddy was like, take this public speaking class because the teacher's really chill. He's a cool guy. He's, it's an easy A, right? That was the whole premise. It's, it's an easy A. You don't get to worry about it. He did barely does homework. It's whatever. And then I went in there and he like noticed something about me and then just wouldn't leave me alone pretty much. Like not like a, in a harassing way, but in like a, like a good teacher pushing a student kind of way. Yeah. And we did this like stage exercise Oh man, I, I wish I could remember. I might remember later, but uh, it ended with him just saying, "Like I don't care what you're doing today. There are auditions for the the school play. You better be there, or I'm going to give you. A, I'm going to I'm going to fail you on this assignment." <laughs> <laughs> he threatened me like a letter grade. Like if you don't go, at least go try out for something. You don't have to get in. You don't have to do all that great. Just go try out, or I'm gonna I'm gonna mess you up. <laughs> Dang, dude. That's intense. <laughs> to to, That's to purpose that I went to, I went to a Jesuit all boys Catholic high school. So yeah, the Heck pressure yeah. was on. Yes, life can be this good. No, but I mean, he was he was actually like he still is to this day like one of my top like five teachers ever. So and I I owe him go. a lot. So. Um, sorry, sorry. I just that, wanna, that, that was my tangent. No, sorry, that's okay. I just want to add like my recovery process because I know you also mentioned that. Yeah. Um, I find myself having these moments where it's it's more so a difficult thing to recover than it is to notice it. I think that that's pretty obvious for anybody who suffers with any sort of anxiety or yeah. even depression. You know, like you can you can see it coming head on mm-hmm. most times. Most times, I'll I'll definitely say that because there's times where I'll just be sitting. I like, oh, I, and it'll just hit you. Dude, literally like a, yesterday. Like a, like a flipping train. Yeah, l- yeah. yesterday I got yeah. home from church, laid in bed, took an hour-long nap, woke up into a panic attack. I was like, what the hell? Yo. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, it sucked. So, yeah, I was going to say, so my recovery process, um, I either do things that, like I said, like push my boundaries. That, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I, I, I suck at. <laughs> like in lack of a better like a lack lack of a better term excuse me i'm terrible at that like i'm like okay no i'm just going to sit here and do nothing so uh my recovery process is usually a lot of listening to music laying down watching tv anything to kind of like numb it which isn't necessarily good um i'm also on ssris um, which I'm not. What does that stand for? Uh, it's selective serotonin rehabilitation inhibitor. Oh, so it's an antidepressant. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. for the English. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> they're usually um, prescribed for both depression and anxiety. Okay. Um, so I take Lexapro right now. Um, I take a pretty high dosage from what I found, um, but it sucks because I have to take it daily. So then I just like recently, three days ago, 
stop taking it because I'm a dumbass. Uh, I've just been busy with work and stuff. And I mean, then, it happens. yeah. Uh, but what sucks is then you have withdrawals and then you get really oh, dizzy yeah. and you get more anxious. So part of the reason I had a panic attack is because I hadn't been taking my medicine. Um, I'm trying to wean back, but, but yeah, so that's kind of like my recovery process, I guess, hanging out with you a lot, Matt and John, like you guys especially have a very large part of this, like big brother kind of like oh, support yeah. system for oh, me. Yeah. So of course, well, yeah. Matt, you and I kind of, I don't know I've said this a bunch, but I mean, we're on air now, so I might as well say it again. You and I kind of set the precedent when we moved in together that this is just going to be like a no bad vibes, like just chill spot. Yeah, for people. absolutely. Like, like leave, leave your BS at the door and just come mm-hmm. have a beer and hang out. And you yeah. definitely do that. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, and it's not, it's not about like, Hey, negative experiences can't happen here. Yeah. Cause like negative experiences will happen regardless of what you want. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just a matter of like, this is a place of like, we're, we're positive, but we're realistic. So, yeah. you know, it's not about, um, you know, we're not going to face this problem. Uh, we're just going to like ignore it. It's more so about like, Hey, you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to, um, but if you're going to, then like, talk. we're here to support it. Yeah, you know, we're not here to judge you, and you know, that's that's kind of just like what our what our home is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if you've got some stuff that you know you want to change in your life, um, then we're gonna we're gonna support that. You know, we're not going to. Um, you know, push you in our, our direction or, you know, any kind of like, we're not going to try to impose any change that we would prefer to see in your life. Uh, we're going to ask you like what it is that you want and keep you accountable and like hold you firm to that. Yeah. That was kind of like, like the spark that led to this little podcast was that Shay would come over, like you'd come over and like, like, all right, I got some stuff going on that I want to talk about. Yeah. And we would just like sit at at the table we're sitting at now. And like, like the other night, like we were all like drawing like matt was doing his inktober stuff i was drawing because i wanted to fit in and then you you drew I, you drew some, i was more like i was drawing because i wanted to fit no, in you drew a sick spongebob thanks brother. all right just like <laughs> like guy i don't i don't, Dude, I don't, I don't know comes, if we can show this in the shay's video deepest, or not, but, shay's but, deepest but, but, but shay drew like a professional my deepest level hidden talent is, is drawing spongebob frames yeah, literally SpongeBob. spongebob caps just like that twitter account is literally like my my now my sketchbook it's yeah. just like I have that dude that's like the like My old muse. man Jenkins. So this is where I come in as the wannabe old man that I am and say I don't use Twitter like at all. And I'm sad that I've honestly, this. no, dude, you're not missing out on much. It's a very toxic place. <laughs> yeah. From my, uh, see, it's kind of why I stayed away from it. I have an Instagram and then an ancient Facebook that I use to like show my mom stuff. Yeah. Well, it. now we're friends. <laughs> now, so that's, oh, that's right. That's right. I got my phone like dinged at work yesterday. And it was like, Shay Moore. Oh, Shay has a face. Oh, cool. It's good. <laughs> I was like, wait, who? Oh, awesome. Yeah. What shade of blue is this? This seems slightly familiar. Right. But was this F? Oh, that's right. The big old that's the Facebook. F in the chat. Oh, okay. So. The big old, big old, what's his name? Yeah. Um, well, I can't think of his name. Mark Zuckerberg? The, the lizard man. There we go. Yeah, Zuckerberg. The lizard <laughs> <Yeah>. man? <laughs> oh, my God. Zuckerberg. I spent too much time on the, on the, on the shit posting areas of the internet. Sorry. Uh, dude, amazing. <laughs> um, Matt. So. Yes. Let me ask you that same question. Like what role does mental health awareness play in your life? Um, well, currently, um, and when I say currently, I don't mean this week. I mean like this past year and just, um, actually, you know, 
it probably goes back a little further than that. Um, I, when I moved out to, to Arizona from Dallas, it was, um, it was primarily for like a work thing. Um, I worked for a company and at the time I wanted to grow in that organization. And so I pursued an area where growth potential was, um, that didn't end up like being the best place for me. Um, you know, mentally, financially, uh, a lot of ways, but, um, I ended up kind of just like falling into this hole and I was being very self-destructive and it was kind of just a continuation of like a younger me. Um, and we'll, we'll probably get into that later on. I know I've said that a lot. I'm deferring a lot of like content here, <laughs> but, yeah. um, I, I kind of had to remind myself to take an active role in my own well-being. So I started, um, you know, I just started dialogues with myself and that's still a huge part of, um, you know, my daily like mental routine is um, talking to myself and realizing that the voice inside my head is, you know, doesn't have to be super critical and doesn't have to be, you know, um, it doesn't have to be my tormentor. I don't have to be my own worst enemy. Excuse me. Can random you drink, that, please. In the middle of um, a <laughs> random drink in the middle of my my speech. We're professionals here. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, totally not sitting here in pajamas at our kitchen table. I don't know but what you're yeah, talking about. The, uh, the, the biggest like thing that I do is, um, you know, realize that the voice inside my head is actually like myself. And I don't have to think the worst of what I do. And so a lot of that is, um, you know, I, I try to be pretty nice to people now a days. Um, I try to be very positive and stuff. I find that really funny that you say that because you've always been like such a nice dude to like anybody that I've encountered when hanging out with you. Oh yeah. yeah. So I don't know how, how new of a thing by you saying nowadays is, but like, cause <laughs> really Matt and I have only known each other for close to two years now. Yeah. About oh, two yeah. Years. I mean, yeah. And you and I like knew each other before we moved in, but yeah, not, not, all that yeah, much. We, we were kind of brief, brief encounters. Like we, we hung and out like once or twice. Like, hey, how I you went, doing? I went to your old apartment once. Awkwardly hung out for like yeah, half an hour. That place, and then left. that place was a mess. <laughs> the dog you were watching made a fucking mess and didn't like me. Yeah, that was so weird. That but was a, but was uh, yeah, sorry. Continue. Yeah, no, sorry. it's fine. Um, you know, just kind of like shed more light on that. Um, I come from a really competitive background. Um, in both my like choice of profession and in my home life, I'm the youngest of three brothers. Um, my middle brother is actually just 13 months older than me. So we are very close in age. Um, and we come, you know, we just compete with everything, like absolutely everything. It's, it's, it's a gut reaction at this point. Yeah, no, I get and, that. uh, you know, that, that kind of like translated outward into my life. And I ended up just like kind of being this mean spirited guy that, uh, you know, just like had to be the best at everything. And so like, I realized that that was being very toxic and it was actually just like degrading, not only like my friendships, but like my relationship at the time. And, um, 
you know, without getting too off topic, like I made a mental decision to stop doing that because at a certain point I realized, Hey, I'm going to be alone if I keep this up. And when I'm alone, I'm just going to turn inward on myself and do the same thing I'm doing to other people to myself. And so I realized that, um, you know, if the potential is there to end up alone, I might as well like who I am. And so, you know, through a lot of tribulation and stuff, I've, I've changed that. And I still have a lot of work to do because, you know, I'm still pretty, pretty critical of myself. But as far as like my day to day, like mental health awareness, it's literally just like I do a checkup every single morning, um, just to kind of like gauge my mindset. And if it's not where I want it to be, like I, I can't, I can't just change that very quickly. You know, it has to be gradual. I have to do, I have to go through, you know, even just a ritual of like getting up. And if I feel useless, start with something easy, make the bed, you know, fold some laundry, um, you know, get up and, and like make some breakfast or something like that. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's like brushing your teeth. It's taking care of yourself. Yeah, it 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 is part of a routine. And you don't, you don't just like hop out of bed and just like go power lift 150 pounds. See, that's, it's really funny. (laughs) None of us can physically do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally. But it's funny that you bring that up because like, I don't necessarily have that kind of awareness to mine. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily have this like ritual to where like, I'm like, okay, I know like, if I'm feeling this way, I need to counter it with this Yeah, Yeah. because it's what sucks about like, especially like my anxiety. And it almost makes me feel like I'm just trying to like avoid fixing it. But like that, because that's how it probably sounds to people Mm -hmm. is like, you're not doing anything to try to fix it. It's like, no, I am. The problem is I don't necessarily know when it's going to hit me. Like I, it's not one of those things with, with what you've got. Like you can't, it's not like you can set a watch to it or anything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've never been diagnosed too. So I don't, you know, there might be like emergent feelings that I have that I just attribute to something else. Oh yeah. Yeah. It could be completely like, it could be brain chemicals. I don't really, um, I kind of have a fear of doctors, (laughs) you know, um, Same. Yeah. Well, it, it's, same. it's not just a matter of like, it's not just a matter of like showing up at the doctor's office and then being like, Hey, uh, like you're actually dying. You yeah. know, um, it's more of like, I'm not afraid to like show up and get bad news. It's more afraid of just like, um, I, my fear of doctors actually stems from like my fear of prescription medication. Um, Oof. and, uh, yeah, I yeah, had like, can relate. I had a rough time. Super <laughs> understandable thing though yeah especially in today's day in in this day and age i went through some massive doses of like adhd medication and uh through puberty and that that um tends to have a pretty severe effect even when you stop taking the medication yeah who would have thought highly medicating who would have thought highly (laughs) medicating like teenagers would have adverse effects on them in the oh, long right. run. Like, mm. Yeah, I, let, I, let's I just, think... Let's shove Timmy with, with, with pills to chill him out instead of, you know, talk with him. Yeah, I actually, and I don't, I don't doubt, you know, that I have ADHD. I'm, I'm, well, I'm sure, like, yeah. chemically speaking, yes, I do. And I also want to preface what, what John said. I don't, I don't di- like, condone prescribing medication to even, even to young people because... There are there are conditions that really call for it, and I think that you know if 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 you, well, it, it's a it's a case to case thing. Yeah, and yeah. and it, it really Absolutely. is. It really is. If you're if you're again, 
If you're coming to us for advice, awesome. If you're coming to us for a solution, don't run. <laughs> well, I don't. I wouldn't say run. Yes, it's funny because meme. Yeah, and like yeah. I do. I do agree with it. But like, if if you're feeling like, hey, I don't know who I should talk to about this, I'm more than happy to kind of shed some light. Like, like I said, I'm not a professional. I'm not like the type of dude who's like, okay, my this is how it has to be done. Right. Because, like you said, it's very much a case to case thing. And, right. and I mean, like in the end, too. We're three strangers on the internet to mm-hmm. everyone else. Seriously. So, like, if you, if anyone's out there that just like you just want uh, a trash can to vent to, dude, fill our inbox. Yo, let's go. We yeah. love let's it. Let's go. We and, absolutely and love then, it. And then we might also like have a conversation with you if you're up to that. But if yeah. you just want to get some stuff off your chest, like, drop us a line. If you want to talk to, you know, somebody about your mental state, um, and like if you if you have too. concerns or if your parents have concerns, um, you know, about, about your mental state or your guardians, you know, not everybody, uh, is in the same circumstances, but if you, you know, if you find yourself saying, you know what, this is it, I really do need to go and talk to somebody and find out if I have like a condition, don't stop at one, talk to more than one people, also uh, talk to one more than one person because you should have as much information on this as you can and make a decision for yourself because you're the one it's mainly going to, I just want to add to that as well. There is absolutely no shame in asking for help. Oh, God. Absolutely no shame. Nope. Uh, you should never be afraid to talk to someone. Like, if you're you are, if you're feeling bad, like, don't feel like you can't talk to anyone. Yeah, I feel like that's still, to this day, like, one of the worst stigmas. That's oh, just yeah. Been, like, that's just been, like, ever persistent with mental health Dude, throughout, like, the last couple generations. I was literally on the phone with someone tonight, and she was talking about how she had, like, dealt with a... a death in her family that was like super personal right and she was saying like it happened when she was like a young kid like i don't know junior high high school age or whatever and like straight up like people are like oh i don't want to talk to you because you're depressed you could fall apart at any time like you could like uh you're just a downer i don't want you to ruin the vibe of this thing because you know whatever and it's like yo if that's your mentality, like, fuck you, dude. Okay, yeah, like, seriously. Yeah. Go away. Like, that's so not cool. Like, these people need, like, support. Yeah. Like, they they need people to be there for them. And so, like, and like, Matt's on, getting a drink, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Matt, Matt stepped away <laughs> from the table very, very tastefully and silently. Yeah, uh, stepped awesome, away to get, awesome some, to get some H2O. You're undoing all of his. Go ahead. <laughs> and we're, we're undoing all of his, all of his, all of his effort. All You're of his saying efforts. something. I can't talk. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, on that same note, it's also been, like, super stigmatized to not approach people who you think are having issues. Yeah. Like, because I, I knew growing up, like, I, I knew friends, still know friends, who, like, are going, who, who were going through things then and are still. But back then, it was so very much of, like, taboo to, like, publicly address it. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that's just something that they have to deal with personally that they're going to have to work through on their own with their own people it's rude of you to suggest that there's something wrong with them. Yeah. And it's not even suggesting that there's something wrong. It's just saying, Hey, like as a friend, I've noticed some things and is there any way I can help? And yeah. if, if me helping is you telling me to fuck off, then you know, I'll back off, but I wanted to address it. Yeah. So you know that I'm here. Yeah. Anger fades. And I mean, if, if you really care about someone, um, you, you'll stick it out. Yeah. You stick it out. I mean, uh, Sorry, I feel like this kind of perfectly goes into our next question, though. Oh, we didn't talk like, to John about the first question. Oh, yeah, that's I'm true. Still here. I'm so hey, sorry. Bud. I know we uh, kind of no, like no. bounce back well, and forth. I mean, I, asked, I just, I love 
the natural flow and, and yeah, the flow same. of our yeah. conversations. So, uh, John, rehash the question. We what to role does mental health awareness play in oh, your right, life? Right. So, in my current life, uh, so I just turned twenty three. So I am an early twenty something. I'm the middle child of the three of us, um, and. I wouldn't say like awareness of it plays as much of a role in my life now as opposed to during uh, my high school years and early college years. Now I didn't go to university; I went to community college because you know I'm a poor. But um, you're not poor. I'm a poor. You're broke. Broke. There you go. That's uh, me. Poor is only a mind. No, but like so. I'll still have days. I'll have I'll have shitty days where I'll just you know I'll be in a depressed rut, and I learned, funny enough, through another podcast, a different one from years ago, um, to just like accept how I was feeling, and honestly, just let myself like dwell on it for a bit, and then just really kind of pick it apart and think about it. Like, okay, why am I feeling like this? Are there any reasons, or is it just one of those days where I just feel like it, regardless? What do I got going on today? Like, is there anything like? Like, can I look forward to what I'm doing? Is it just like a basic day, or if it's like a throwaway day, then like, all right, then like what Matt was saying, what can I do to kind of get myself acclimated and and then work through it? But those days are way fewer and further between nowadays, as opposed to when I was in high school. Uh, I'm not gonna write a novel about it, but I, I went through quite a quite a list of things uh, during those years of my life, and I dealt with a lot. Um, and depression was like an ever looming thing for me back then. Yeah, uh, and I think back then the way I dealt with it was the worst way possible, which was I told myself to shut the hell up and deal with it and go to school. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, I yeah. Well, I I've, totally get that. Yeah, like I I didn't address it. I didn't want to address it, and I would bottle it up. I wouldn't I wouldn't bottle it up to the point of blowing up on people, which is like the the, the stereotypical like it. Yeah. Series of events. Mm-hmm. But I would I would bottle it up and then just like kind of go off and blow up on myself. Right. Like I oh, would just man. have days of like extreme like self like fucking hatred. Yeah. Um fueled by all this super aggressive emo music from the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Rock on. Beautiful. Yeah, um definitely. but nowadays like I mean I've leveled out. I've I've have met a lot of fantastic people since then who've helped and I mean obviously you guys are like the, the current ones who are like super big driving forces in me like maintaining that. Yeah, man. Um but what finally did help me like get a handle on it was I just got <laughs> I just got fucking tired of it. <laughs> yeah. Like I had a, I had a moment in high school and we talked about this briefly before we started to record but I it was around my senior year and I just I just clocked out on like any form of a social life. Mm-hmm. And I mean that ties into my 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 parent situation too but uh we'll get on we'll get into that later. But yeah. I just hit a point where, like, it was exhausting to keep up with myself and my habits of bottling it up and not addressing it and not wanting to talk about it. And then it, it had bled into my relationships with other people. Of like, I was shutting people off. I was being a jerk. I was I was secluding myself or whatever. Yeah. And then I just had a moment um, where I just I had a really good teacher who pushed me in the right ways and got me into theater and that's I awesome. Really express myself and then like that's like the full 180 polarizing change. I feel like it's funny because a lot of times, you know, like there's a lot of these stories about like teachers that like, yeah, not not necessarily that there's stories because I feel like anytime in the media, we always see like teachers doing really cool things. Yeah. And so like, it's not really that shocking, but I know there's a like from experience, it's like there's teachers that don't really do a lot. No, it's still like, like, unfortunately it is still kind of shocking. Yeah. 
Because especially nowadays, because teachers don't get, like, at least, like, I don't know about how it is with private school teachers, but public school teachers don't get paid dirt. Yeah, seriously. Like, mm-hmm. and they, like, they have to, like, out of pocket supply their own classrooms and yeah. like, buy their own books and, and other stuff like that. Like, my dad, he was, for the longest time growing up, he was a public school art teacher. And he he's actually the guy that got me into computers, got me my brother into him. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to push for a computer arts program at his school because he's super big into Photoshop and like GIMP and all the different art programs and stuff. But they didn't have the funding or they, they wouldn't allocate the funds to him. It was, he worked in a very poor neighborhood. Yeah. So he went out of his way to, on a budget, like just just glue together a bunch of crap PCs that could run like the trial of Photoshop. That's or, awesome. Like, mm-hmm. It was, it was GIMP back then. Cause I was the free one. That's oh, yeah. And he like, I, cause I, we spent, I remember the summer I was yeah, in that like, one kid with the pirated copy of paint tool sign. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was that or, or, or it was just MS paint, you know, dude. Yeah. That played a large part in, I think everybody's yeah. childhood, but like, but there was like this seriously. summer that like we just hit up all the local like computer parts where like the, like the resellers in our, in our part of the city. And then he was just like, I need a motherboard and I need this and that. I need some cheap monitors. What you got? Oh, you got some free keyboards. Let's go. They're missing a few buttons. That's and fine. was that here in Phoenix? That was back. So I should probably should preface that. I grew up in Missouri. Oh, okay. In ding, 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 Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was so in, good. I grew up in this oh little, my in what started out as a little farming town called O'Fallon, <laughs> which has grown into a bustling city. Is now like Shout out O'Fallon. Shout out O'Fallon. It's actually in like the top like five places to live and like start a family now. In wow. America. Yo, it, 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 that's sick. It, it, it glowed up real good, <laughs> um, but it's built upon the blood of so a thousand generation of corn there. stalks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you're joking. I rode bikes through roads that were that would split cornfield properties. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm kidding. That's amazing. Um, but so I lived there, and my parents were split. My dad lived in St. Charles, which is um, closer to St. Louis. So we lived about, about an hour, hour and a half outside of St. Louis. But he worked more towards, like, the city section, like, just outside of St. Louis. Gotcha. So obviously very, like, poor urban areas and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, you kind of just get shafted on that. Yeah. But like and the corn ghosts and the corn, the ghosts. corn ghosts those will no, get you like yeah okay I've got some stories that's for a different show <laughs> but I guess long story short um, to get back on topic uh, I still keep keep tabs on myself mentally nowadays but it's not as much of a direct thing that I address it's more of just a passive habit that I've already set nice and it's just part of my routine I just do it automatically now that's awesome also big fan of the 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 three day long drives too. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I actually I used to do that. Actually, it was before I met like Matt or because I met Matt through a mutual friend that I, who I worked with at the time. Oh okay, it was before I even met her. Um, where I didn't have any friends here because I we I me and my mom moved here after I graduated high school like four years ago from Missouri, literally like a thousand some odd miles west to Phoenix. Right, we lived in Glendale with my aunt for a while, but. I would just get so like lonely and in my own head because I didn't have anybody to go to except mm-hmm. for my buddies on like Xbox who lived back in St. Louis. I would just get in a car, pick a direction on the compass, <laughs> and just go and then drive. And, and if, if, I, if I hit a dead end, I'd, I'd turn left or right and then just drive. And if and anybody, I'd be out there for like a whole like I, I'd. I would give up one of my days off of work to just go and just burn a tank of gas. That's amazing. And just see where I ended up in really shady parts of town. Of course. Burning about oh, yeah. middle of, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere cactus land, but it was yeah. it was always like a really like stress relieving experience for me. And I still do that every now and then. I just, I'm way too busy now. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. I I definitely 
I agree with a lot of that. Yeah. Like, I, I relate to a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, do we want to go into the second question now? Well, yeah. I mean, you sound like you. Did you have anything else you yeah, wanted to say? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I was, I'm. I think we're pretty much good yeah. with where we are for yeah. that first that first bit. Yeah, I think so. Um, we have a dog here in the. Yeah, in the if, if anybody can hear a little sorry. little tippy taps in the background, we have our lovely boy Arthur. Kind of, he's our uh, he's executive producer. Yeah, yeah, executive he's producer. Our executive producer, and he's our uh, he's our studio guard. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's the bouncer. What, so he's he's a shepherd mixed with something. We don't know probably uh, honestly. I would say a lab. I'm convinced it's like a German shepherd black lab. Mix. He's like yeah. a dog full my, of my, dog my, juice. He literally yeah. is like dog meat from Fallout Three. Yeah, but if dog meat had like all black fur, yeah. Like I I say this ad nauseum anytime someone new is around, but he is like the most aesthetically pleasing dog that he I've really ever is. met. Yeah, we'll throw up some pictures of Arthur. Yeah, he's absolutely. A, He's and he's he, a great, he's one hundred he's one hundred percent goofball. Oh yeah, dude! Yeah. Literally, the first night I came over while he was here, he would like try oh. to jump on the couch oh, yeah. and would he, fall off. And he, he, Arthur's doofus. Arthur's part of my uh, my mental recovery. Oh, he's a uh, he's a yeah. sense of purpose for me some days. So he was. Uh, just he definitely the, gets me out of bed because um, my um, my depression strikes he, he in. In severe bouts of just being tired and sapped of all energy, you get that and, slug um, energy. I didn't even know because, like I said, I don't I don't talk to doctors all that often. They spook me, give me the willies. Um, but yeah, um, I actually just recently discovered and started reading about a form of depression where you just sleep all the time and are constantly tired. You mean and, um, my daily life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I mean when I don't know, have a paycheck to go work for. Not, not even to joke about it. Like it, it was like a severe. Like I, I kind of woke up to this, um, just this, this like, uh, I guess realization that. Um, you know, this was affecting me a lot more than I thought it was. And uh, so that's that's something that I've been never been really like working on, especially with the dog is just like he gives you a reason to get up because if you don't, he literally craps on the floor. So <laughs> it's a great motivator. Also, absolutely did not mean to joke about what you were talking about. Oh, yeah, about. no, no, I just mean like I can relate because I've gone through that, that, that yeah. stuff too. No, I, 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 I agree with you, you know. I know that you and I have yeah. both kind of like had that same struggle. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of people. Actually, have that's it. probably. More people probably than, than you know. Oh, I go through it. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, more oh, yeah, people. I, mean, not I, to, I doubt people even realize it sometimes. Oh, well, I see. I don't. I don't at all. Not to backtrack a little bit, but but it, it ties yeah. into it, It's relatable to what I was saying. That's actually something I deal with now, with like nowadays, even more so mm-hmm. because I moved out of the house. I don't have anybody to like kick my ass out of bed anymore right yeah it's like oh if i have a day off and i don't have anywhere to be i will sleep till like three in the afternoon yeah you know like I'll, I'll be up i'll be up right i'll be up till one in the morning the day before which is like early or it's like it's like not staying yeah up john and i are us. both uh third shifters so oh, yeah. we don't go until late and uh, we like end up staying so, up yeah. like super late so but like, even, even if hours? i get to bed yeah right <laughs> even if i get to bed quote early one night if I have nothing going the next day, my body will just shut down and I'll like, I'll wake up at like eight and then choose to go back to sleep. Cause I just don't want to do anything. Yeah, dude. And then I'll just knock out for the whole day, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's actually something I deal with too. I just, I haven't seen it as like a, a depression thing. It's yeah. just a bad habit. Maybe yours isn't, you know, it, it can be caused well, by a lot of things. Just, just, 
calls for the complexities of everything like that. Yeah, too, so. absolutely. I mean, you know, it could be dietary. It could be. Um, it could uh, be you know what? It probably could be too. Yeah. Why? Because I've been fasting a lot lately too. Yeah, so. Possibly. Just that will definitely do it. Sleep it out. Hey, I'm down fucking but, twenty um, pounds. Yeah, yeah congrats, you know that, man. You look bada-bing, great, bada-boom. by the way. I'm work- I'm still fat, yeah. but I'm bada bing bada boom. No, you're doing you're, you're doing, doing really great. good. You're doing really good. I'm working on it. So uh, the next part that Shay was alluding to about 30 minutes ago was uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, my other question of great importance that I wanted to talk about or talk about with everyone is um, I I wanted to talk about like my personal experience, like when I became first aware and started paying attention to my own mental health. And uh, I kind of touched on it, you know, with my uh, with my story about like I wanted to change, you know, to, to be around other people, um, and to be nice to people. Uh, but yeah, like when I first started to become aware, like truly aware to the point where I was just like, Oh, I don't have, um, you know, I, (laughs) I'm kind of getting off on a tangent here or I'm at least tripping over my words. I used to view mental health and, uh, mental illness as, um, you know, a crutch or like something that was to be hidden and like not spoken about. Or if you did have it, then you needed to like get over it fast because the real world was not going to wait for you to like feel bad about yourself. That's, that's the like viewpoint that was kind of sold to me, um, at a very young age. I was going to say, I think that's a very like, uh, I don't know, not boomer generation, yeah, kind, kind of, is, of kind of is boomers, kind of, yeah. but I was gonna say generation. What is it? Y or generation X? Yeah. Don't even get me started. I have it's, yeah. no. It's like it's our. Idea. It's essentially our parents' generation. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely that generation. That'd be Gen X because Gen Y was like next. Yeah. X Y. Yeah. And Z. Thank you. You got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a very much like I think it's a generational thing. Like absolutely where you know that that's definitely like i remember being in like elementary school and that mm-hmm. was like a thing where it's like you don't talk about that kind of stuff because yeah, yeah. you looked at, at it as like a wimp yeah and like now it's like it's good that it's being brought up but at the same time it almost feels like people are bringing it up in a mocking kind of way well, well they, yeah i mean every everything like, has everything has ridicule and you know i think that's that's true of any like movement mm-hmm. is there's always going to be like ridicule and stuff yeah totally and that's something that we're going to explore later on in this podcast is uh we are going to be talking to people spanning multiple generations multiple you know cultures walks of life everything because we want to really like create a roadmap of where you know mental health has been in our society and in our culture um, we want to see like where it's been and maybe even like see where it's going. Um, yeah. so yeah. And, and, and I agree, you know, and I, I kind of wonder because I do agree, you know, that, that is my outlook on, on that whole generation. It's just like, you know, you, you kind of have like this idea that, oh yeah, no, nobody of that age like really thinks about mental health. But, you know, I think that some of them must have, you know, everybody, totally. everybody yeah. does, uh, they, they at least just a little ridiculed bit. And- yeah, called out as draft dodgers and, and the whole different slew of social issues that were happening right. back then. Yeah, and so I think a lot of like um, that mindset. It's definitely not at all healthy. I, I yeah, and I wonder how much it it's informed by our experience with people of that age because I know that like my own 
like the the people in my family that are that age just kind of like were like that and mm. Shay I know you've like talked a little bit about your family oh, and, dude. and that generation of your family and they're all kind of like that but you know I I want to explore whether or not that's the norm because yeah, it seems absolutely. to be there's a conception in in our our generation yeah our yeah. generation yeah. we all have this idea of like old people just don't know about this but I'm willing to bet there's more than a few of them that Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they, just, I mean, they, they just, back then, they just, it was, it was the norm to just not talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It, again, it, it was taboo to address. Yeah. That's funny. I was actually going to say I mean, that. It, it was <laughs> a generation coming off of the, the, the World War II generation. Like, mm-hmm. They had like the Great a Depression and all that stuff. And like, yeah, dude, yeah. Like people were starving in like metropolitan areas and like then there was this big bad enemy to go and fight and like there was like this unifying global cause and there was always something bigger and better to deal with than anything like a mental health situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you're sad? That's okay. We're storming, we're storming Normandy tomorrow. Like, (laughs) oh, you're sad? Everyone is. Everyone is. (laughs) Everyone's sad. Everyone's hungry. It's called the Great Depression for a reason, Jack. Everyone's sad and hungry (laughs) and everything sucks. (laughs) But we got a job to do. And then the gener- their kids, who were like our parents, happened. And they were, they, they were coming off just off the cusp of that, where they had the peace time to really start thinking about it. But it was, right. still, it was still not something you addressed. Yeah. Yeah. And now here we are, one more generation removed from that, mm-hmm. where we've been in relative, air quotes, relative peace time for, for two solid generations now. And we we, we have that ability to start addressing it and not be called out as aggressively as older generations were. Yeah, which, right. which I, I think that would give us a really good reason to have older people on. Yeah, to really kind of pick their brains about it for a bit. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's something I want to talk about. Um, and guys, I promise we're going to organize all of this. And like these are like all of these tangents are going to turn into like yeah. multi-episode yeah. series. Like, yeah, we're kind of <laughs> rambling, but I mean, it, you can bear with us. It's it's our pilot, and yeah. Uh, to We're talk just about trying to formulate our thoughts and get the question upset. that was asked when yeah. I first became aware of my own mental health. My initial inclination was to avoid it, hide it, and you know deal with it later um, because I was this angsty like teenage kid um, going through middle school, um, going through a lot of like um, just ridiculous stuff. I I don't mean to like compare my circumstance to anyone else's but like looking back at it i just find it frankly comedically bad um (laughs) (laughs) it's it's amazing like the stuff that i went through that nowadays if like you hear about this you're just like oh my god you know (laughs) well like side note we're not trying to to like put ourselves up on, on like soapbox or anything. And yeah. Like we and had, I, we had it so bad, like listen to us and you'll be fine. But yeah, just, I don't even just, really we're just like, trying to to like just give our experiences with this stuff. Yeah. So like, don't, so anybody who's, who's listening, like don't think we're just trying to like one up you or anything. Like everyone goes through own varying like levels of difficulties and struggles mm-hmm. in their lives. And they're all equally valid in their own right. Absolutely. Cause like I'm hearing like bits and pieces of like your, of like Matt's childhood and Shay's childhood and I'm sitting here thinking, man, I dealt with none of those, none of those issues. You right. know, like the biggest thing I dealt with was my, my parents were divorced when we were super young. Yeah. And like, there's a, there's a lot of shit that I can go into with that, but it like, 
You know, yeah. it didn't and if that's it, if it that's like what like you legit. consider your only issue, yeah. just imagine like how much more in depth you've thought about that than either of us have. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, and that's so, like, where it's like I, such a yeah, funny thing. I just, I just want the, anyone listening to think like we're not trying to belittle or like put your situation down. We are people. We are three and dudes from from equally different yet comparable walks of life. Yeah, right. And we're totally. all here to just co-mingle and, and get our stories out there and yeah, uh, maybe help sure, people sure. in the process. So yeah, for sure. And, um, so, you know, that my, my, that was like kind of my first experience with mental health was just, um, oh shit, you know, people hear about this, boy, am I going to get it. Right. Um, so I kind of like avoided it. Um, and you know, I, I labeled it a lot and, and I feel like I kind of used my, my like position as somebody who was like going through trauma um, to my advantage and, you know, found a way to kind of like repackage that and, you know, gain sympathy from others. And so like my first, uh, experience with it all was just like being a sad sack and like telling people like my sad story and garnering that sympathy. And, you know, as I grew as a person, uh, that's when I just kind of like again, I started to realize like, oh, hey, this isn't like actually forming meaningful relationships with people. This isn't, um, you know, this isn't beneficial to me. And I feel like that was like kind of like my next awakening um, is when I realized that mental health is not there to, you know, or, you know, mental health issues are not there to, you know, entitle you to anything. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like, you know, it's, it's to a certain point, like there are people that will use situations to their advantage. And I know because I used to be one of them and it kind of reminded me of just like, you know, somebody who's on, you know, somebody who, who somehow like conned their way into like disability or like social security and stuff. And it's just like collecting these, you know, these nothing or these checks, that everyone else is paying for, I kind of felt like I was forcing other people to pay for my well being with yeah. their with their effort and their emotional support. Cause you know, I had some people that were like really trying to help me along and like yeah. be my friends. Yeah. And my yeah. first thing, you know, my first um you know, thought is, oh, well, if this gets fixed, like, there goes, like, my whole freaking, like, card game, you know? Right. <laughs> it became, like, your personality. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, that that was just, like, where I went with it because, I I don't know, maybe it has to do with something like I'm the youngest of three, um, I'm the littlest, so I just got the smallest mm-hmm. portion, so, like, I wanted something more for myself, and I, like, went about it in a really negative way. Um, and that, you know, just, like, thinking of, back on a lot of that informs me on like how to be a better person now like i'm not afraid to admit that i've been a shitty person and i'll probably be talking about a lot of stuff like hey you know people that know me personally like you're gonna hear some shit if you're listening to this and i'm sorry if it hurts but uh you know this it's got to be real about it and i have to be real about it yeah definitely yeah we're we're very much not trying to like curtail our conversations because we're worried about anybody else in our like personal lives finding out we're, we're very open. And if people we know listen to this and hear some things, then that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. And we'll talk about it privately. So, you know, uh, don't come at me in the comments, like hit me up in DMS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, John, also, you, also hi to anybody who knows us. Yeah. You seriously. Come on the show, if you, yeah, that's, that's a good point. If give, you give, give, give any one of us a call. <laughs> yeah. For show. 
Yeah. Also, if you know someone who needs to get something off their chest, oh yeah, pass them our way. Absolutely, we'd love to help out. Yeah. Um, Just John, show them this. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Just show them this. This episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, wait was, were it, you saying it more? It sounded like you were going to say something. So I was just like, oh, oh. I didn't know to wait or what. Um, so what about you, buddy? When uh, when did you first become aware and start paying attention to your mental health? So this is where it's going to get real. Oof. Oof. First I'm ready. episode coming in hot. Um, <laughs> so I mentioned earlier, I don't know if I'm talking too quiet or not. So I mentioned earlier about how I had a real hard, like, high school time. Yeah. Which I feel like is part for the course for just about any high school around the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a lot of stuff go down. Like, you know, a friend, you know, tried to commit suicide and... Uh, my parents were split, like I mentioned earlier, and they, when we were, when we were kids, it was very subtle, but they would try pitting us against the other parent because they wanted to be seen as the better parent. My dad did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. My dad did it through material things. Like he would buy us whatever we wanted. Um, and just anything, if we, if we wanted to go somewhere, if we wanted to order something online, like he, like he would have it by like the next time we visit him. Right. Yeah. And then my mom, my mom tried to do it by regularly reminding us of the shit that my dad did while they were married. Cause my dad wasn't a great guy when they were married. He was, he was abusive physically and, and mentally and emotionally. He was, he was a shitty guy. Um, and I understand that. And, and I, I see that. Um, but she would constantly remind like her kids about that's how hard. their dad was a shitter. And that's not what you want to hear as a kid. Yeah. Like you'll hear it once and you accept it, but your dad also is your dad. Absolutely. And I still, yes. stand, I still stand by the firm belief that despite he, him being a trash human being during that part of his life, um, I do still wholeheartedly believe that he tried his best with helping raise my brother and I, I have an older brother, by the way, he's like two years older than me. Uh, his name's Tom. He might actually be listening to this. So, hello. Um, but so I do still believe that he tried his best with us. Uh, I actually have some of his things. I have some artwork of his hanging around and stuff. That's awesome. Um, but so mom would constantly, and like if we ever like went out of our way while we were with mom, like saying we wanted to give dad a call and say hi or just talk to him, she always told us that that would be okay. Like she's like, if you ever want to talk to him, that's fine. Just let me know. I'll give, I'll call him and you'll talk to him. But, like, if we ever did, she would, like, lose her shit and, like, guilt trip us and be like, what, I'm not doing a good enough job? You want to talk to your dad? You want to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Not to shit talk my mom. I love you, mom. Um, but No, like, these are very did, real she, things with, yeah, with split like parents. She, she would do yeah. that. And, like, as kids, you, it's it's just beyond your realm of, of, of thought of, like, understanding. Like, yeah. I just, so Tom and I just needed just to shut up about it. Like, like when we were dads, we didn't, we didn't talk about mom and we were with moms we didn't talk about dad like yeah. the other person just ceased to exist while we were at the other houses yeah um so i'm getting back sorry i keep getting off topic no, no dude, it's fine it's, uh, yeah. it all getting, informs getting, yeah it's, it's just to set some context so really really back and forth confusing household life uh on top of dealing with um just obviously the typical run-of-the-mill social anxieties uh me being uh, a, a giant Fat Mexican blueberry in a in a in a midwestern town. Granted, I don't 
look all that Mexican. I get the generic white guy look from my You dad. actually just like but, shocked the hell out of me. Yeah, I'm Mexican. I know. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my, my last name is white. I look white, but I had the facial hair of a true Latino and that I can't grow any. Um, <laughs> and uh, Latinos everywhere, but, Just, but no, Matt's like, oof. oof. Yeah. Um, Hey but, man, if you can do, right. do it. Just, you, you don't know what it, you got. Well, better. I mean, if I shave it, I, I, I'm, I'm nice and round and smooth baby face. I don't like that. So, uh, but so can I ask you a question though, really quick? Yeah. Sorry. I don't mean I, to interrupt I keep you. getting off topic. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. Um, <laughs> I just, you said like your typical run of the mill social anxiety. Like what does that look like for you? Um, well, I was, again, like I said in the, in the intros, um, I'm a big computer guy and I was the, I was the big, like video game nerd back then. Yeah. Also, let me know if I'm talking too quiet. No, you're fine. Dude. Um, so I had like, like two friends. Okay. Right? And back during, during those days, friends were currency. Like the more people who liked you, the, the more you were accepted. Right? Yeah. And if I only have like two or three friends and they're also like the kind of shoved to the side nerdy kids, mm-hmm. you know, then it just doesn't do great for you mentally because nobody really ever gives a shit about you. Yeah, I get and that. And they're your peers and they're like people your age you're supposed to be connecting with and forming these relationships with. Excuse me. And they just don't want anything to do with you. Like even teachers don't want anything to do with me. Like yeah. I was just, I was the, I, I was super smart or like when I was younger, I got all, I got all A's. I would study and do all that. I was a good little student. But like I would never raise my hand because yeah. I would be seen as the you know the, the nerd or whatever. No, I get that. Um, which is so it sounds like such a cliche thing, but it was very it was a very prominent thing in my in my uh, middle school and then in my high school growing up. Um, sorry, that was just something I wanted to like clarify on yeah. my part because like I, every, so everyone yeah, just stuff like that. that and then like, you know, girl anxiety and and and, and shit yeah. like that and like you know. Just all like the, you know, the tip, whenever you think of like high school. Yeah. Like, yeah. like what's a 13 year old got to be worried about? The rest yeah. of the world sucks. Like what's <laughs> he got? To, like, yeah. he, ain't, he ain't working or paying taxes yet. What's he got to worry about? Yeah, everything. Oh, you mean, yeah. Socially developing into hopefully a functioning member of society. Yeah. That's a lot to put on a kid. Yeah. But yeah. So that, Dude, that's you, what I mean. You're like, what I mean growing that. up and especially in America, like <laughs> having to decide right now what you want to do. For the rest of your life, yo, yo uh, I, I don't go, know I what I want to do tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I could go on a three-hour-long tangent about that. About right. that, that bullshit. And, and on top of that, you're also like struggling to decipher this code um, that is standardized testing, and you're also trying to figure out who yo, you are, yo, and you're trying to figure out testing. like who you love, you know, like, and what love is. It sure wasn't myself back then. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it sure isn't myself right now. Ooh. I love you, buddy. Yeah. See, I mean, I, I kind of like myself. See, I don't No, lo- that's I, awesome, see, dude. Thing, Fuck yeah. So, so, yeah, I don't love myself, but we're okay. No, like, <laughs> like, like me and me, you, you we're can go on, out and have on, coffee okay. sometimes. On, you just hang we'll out. We'll go out, we'll get a brewery now and then we'll be fine. <laughs> Now get me get me shit faced with the right people, and I'll just open up about how much I actually hate myself. But that's, for another, <laughs> that's for a whole other topic of conversation. Matt's been a part of one of those any sort of alcohol. I just um, need so right getting back on topic, when did I first realize it? Hey guys, at this point in the episode, we start talking about some pretty hard topics like childhood bullying and suicide. We wanted to add this little disclaimer after the fact, just to give you all a heads up if you have trouble hearing about these topics. Thanks. So, having set all of that context up. 
uh, in my junior year, my junior year of high school, um, I had had enough. I was just, oh, it was the summer between my sophomore and junior year, mm-hmm. I think. Is that when you're 16? I can't remember. I was 16. Yeah, it's probably sometime Somewhere around there. And, 16, 17. Uh, well, not to, to throw away the lighthearted air of this conversation, but I was ready to kill myself. Yeah. I was ready to die. I was just yeah. like, fuck it. I, I got nothing. My, my, house, my house life is confusing as fuck. I don't know if my parents actually give a shit about me. I know my brother does, but that's it. I got nobody really at school. Like I, I, had, I had Lucas at the time, but that was it. Lucas is another yeah. friend. He'll probably be on too. Uh, I had like him like as the one friend who the only other person who really gave a shit about me because at that age you don't count family because they the have family. to yeah yeah there's like there's like a law that they have to back then <laughs> um, so I only had one person who really gave a shit about me and I didn't give a shit about myself or anybody else really even Lucas I, I didn't give much of a shit about him back then I just he was fun to be around yeah and I just decided, oh yeah I think we all take yeah. certain friends for granted I just it in was, the moment it absolutely was a, it was a night where. Um, I was at my dad's and he and my stepmom were out on a date night and my brother was out with his girlfriend at her, at her house and he was going to stay the night there. It was like, they had just started like staying the nights at each other's houses and I had the place to myself for like the first time in ever. Right. And at first, like in the days leading up to it, I was stoked. I was just going to eat a bunch of junk food, play a bunch of video games and just like be me for like the whole day or like yeah. the whole evening. Uh, and then the loneliness set in of being on my own and having a quiet house and not having to be stressed out about anything. Uh, and then it just like all of it, cause I mentioned how I just, I would bottle things up. All of it just came like crashing down, like out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Uh, it was just this, just like the, the lowest word, even to this day, and I've gone through some other shit since then, just the lowest and worst I had ever felt. And I, I was hitting that point where I was starting to get tired of it. I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm done. I go into the basement. I grab my dad's hunting rifle. He, it was a, it was one of the few that he had. I think it was a 44 lever action. And a beautiful gun. Um, <laughs> I grab that, and I'm like, all right, I take it upstairs. I take it back to the living room. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I do need ammo. And so I go... And I can't find the ammo, and I just I end up just like breaking down and losing. I just tear the place apart looking for a, just anything to use. Uh, and I find it. I find one. I find a box. And I'm like, all right, cool. I grab one. I slot it in. I sit in the living room, and I'm just like, let's go. Let's do it. You got everything. It's right here. Fucking do it. You know. I joke about it now, but the whole you won't thing, like I'll I'll make the you won't do it kind of joke nowadays. Right. Right. That kind of sparked from that because I told myself like, ah, oh, you, you fucking won't, right? Do it, you won't. Um, and I just, I, I physically couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah, I was like ready to go. And what kept me from doing it was, despite everything that was happening with the people in my life and how like I didn't know if they cared about me and I didn't care about them, um, I didn't want them to come home to that. Yeah, right. I didn't want to fuck up the only people that I had. I'm sorry, this is getting super deep. No, dude, I, a, I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't want that to be what I'd be remembered for. Yeah. And then that was when I had that, that light click on of like, okay, what do I want to be remembered for then? So yeah. And then you, that was like the, the first step to where I am now, which I'm doing fucking great now. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome, dude. You, you went through like a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
And uh, if we have Lucas on here, he and I'll we'll write a fucking book. Yeah, because <laughs> as much as as much as I love that kid, like he was legit there with me for like through like all of yeah, all man. of the bullshit. Yeah, and and I mean, it sounds like you went through like a lot, and even into like the lowest part of your life before before you like were able to realize that you know mental health is something that you're responsible for. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, man, I'm sorry you went through that. And I mean, same man. You did. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I am too. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, a, I, I, it sucks that I did go through it, but it led to where I am now. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that if, 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 if listeners take anything from this sob story, I've just, I've just, it's not a sob story. It's no, not a sob story. Not a sob story at all. I'm, it's just my go-to response is to, to joke yeah. about it and downplay it. But if I'm listening right now, um, Totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh no! Well, we were thank you. About how, yeah, thank yeah. you for sharing with us. Yeah. Um. Oh no! Um, if if you feel like that this is your defining moment with how like you're fighting your depression or or dealing with whatever issues you have, um, it isn't. Yeah. This is just like the the stepping stone or or the 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 brick the really heavy brick that you need to lay to build up the rest of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because the, the whole cliche of it gets better with time is like one of the most accurate things, actually. Yeah. Uh, things do get better. High school sucks for everyone, and uh, you'll get through it. Even and even the guys on top. Even, yo, guys, yeah. Girls no, on top. Yeah, I got other side stories about those guys. But uh, things things suck, and they're going to suck for a while. But you you work through it. You build your your group of people that are there for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it gets better. It does. So if you're listening... It fucking gets better. So do we, that's my TED talk. Do thank we you. do? <laughs> nah, dude. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> did we do you already, Matt? Yeah, yeah. I was talking about like, did we do you being a being a better person? And, oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that only leaves me. Yeah, Shay. Um, Bear your big soul. Shay. I had a I had a very similar kind of story, I guess, okay, to yeah. to you, John. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll leave a lot of the family stuff for another episode, just because it's very in depth and intense. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It sounds very like, oh, things sucked. I mean, like they sucked, but they weren't like that. That I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get yeah. there. We'll figure it out. We're going to have the, the Shay's Childhood Sucked Christmas special <laughs> coming up. <laughs> yeah. This is a Halloween special. It's a horror story. Oh, there we go. That's <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but no. So, yeah, very similar. Um, I, I didn't necessarily know, like, how depression and and mental health in general, like, affected people when I was younger, like, I, you know, kids there, they have no shame. They have no like conscious or subconscious, I guess that's like keeping them from doing stupid things. They're just like living life and having fun. Well, they're still learning that the pan is hot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. That's a really good metaphor for it yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, so like I didn't understand it. And then I would come across people like in junior high, especially where it's like, oh, my one friend is like really sad and like cut his arm. Like that's fucking weird, you know? Like yeah. And then you're just like, that's weird. Why is why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Like stop. And then like, I get I get into eighth grade. I got bullied really bad by a lot of people. Uh, stupid stuff. Like looking back at it now as a kid, I'm like, or as as an adult, I'm like, this is stupid. But then I hear well, my little brothers because yeah. they're in eighth grade this year. And they're saying the things that made me I, very similar to you. I'm just going to interrupt myself. I, th- I've reached a point where I was like, dude, I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm done with this. It just worries you down. I like, Absolutely. I remember 
as like funny and like childish as it is. It's not funny. It's not funny. No, like it, don't. It, okay. It's it, like, can, it can be funny in retrospect. Yeah. Yeah. It can be. No, I'm just like, I remember my stepdad or someone said something stupid to me, like just ridiculed me for something. And I remember I like took a step outside and grabbed a shoelace and just tied it around my neck and started oh. pulling really oh, tight. Oh, that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's not funny. No, sure. it's not funny at all. I'm I was sorry. just like, I'm going to go. And like just, started just, like just cut out yanking. I mean, that's kind of funny. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's picture, ridiculous. The mental picture, that's kind of well, funny. Well, I mean, think about I'm, how. I'm, actually, I'm, an, I'm an awful person. I'm no, sorry, dude. I, I, Nervous, I laugher. Said, <laughs> Nervous laugher. Nervous yeah. laugher. Nervous yeah. <laughs> so I had that moment. I was like, I hate this. Like everything sucks. And then I got bullied really bad to the point like. This kid like totally got me in the back with a pair of scissors and it was oh, a whole shit. deal. Like, yeah. Stabbed you? I don't necessarily know. They he said that he used the handle part of the scissors. It definitely felt a lot more pointy than that. Didn't break skin. I was bruised. There's like a red mark in the center of my back. Uh had to go to the like the uh the school counselor. And what? like my dad came up and what? my mom came up because this wasn't the first instance this kid is like physically like been an asshole right so i like my dad made me like take off my shirt in front of like everybody in the like office and stuff and i was i was a really overweight kid in eighth grade so that just totally destroyed my self-esteem and i know he meant it with like the best intentions but but like yeah i'm very i'm like even to this day i'm very uncomfortable with like my body and stuff i don't like to go swimming i don't like to do these things um, had to work through that after I moved here. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Uh, but yeah, so all that kind of happened. And then I, I reached that point where I was like, I'm done with this. And I walked outside and we had a, we had like a backyard playground set that was like wooden and, uh, yeah. it had like rope to climb up and oh, I shit. climbed to the top of it. I was like, I'm going to hang myself right now. Like I'm absolutely going to do this. And it was like that like two inch thick PE rope. Oh yeah. I was like the rope sure as hell won't break. Yeah. But I definitely can't tie this around. The dog's whining behind me. Yeah, I know. Sorry it's sad. Sorry, buddy. Um, yeah. So I remember I climbed up there and oddly enough, I wasn't thinking about my mom or my parents or anything like that, but I was definitely thinking about my little brothers like that same instance. Like, yeah. Dude, like, what what are they going to think when they come home and they see me just, like, hanging off this freaking playground set? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to see them graduate school. I'm not going to see them go to school. I mean, they were, like, five at the yeah. time, right? Like, that's an extremely traumatic thing. Well, and, and it, would, it would mess them up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, dude. So, like, I, I climbed up there, and I was ready to do it. And then they came out, they came out back, and they were like, hey, Shay, what are you doing? I was like, <laughs> and climb Not down. Not what you think I was about yeah. to do. Climb yeah. down. And, and so that was like Shit, a very brief moment where I was like, oh, this is this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, then I totally forgot all about it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what's really weird is like it like be, like the whole depression and anxiety thing. Like I kind of used it as a crutch. Like I was like, oh, I'm sad. So I'm depressed. Yeah. yeah. Like not necessarily that could be true. But like, honestly, I was you a teenager. Like actually. Yeah. 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 Like I was just like 12 or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I realized like kind of that same time, sophomore, junior year of mm-hmm. high school, like how, how much more it actually was. Like I felt it's a, it's a very defining moment for, for kids growing up. Yeah. Is, is, oh, totally. Yeah. Around that junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I found myself being like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not, uh, I, I don't find any joy in anything that I'm doing now. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. like a pretty, Retweet. pretty like, I don't know, like textbook definition of like 
whenever I, when I just went to therapy, like one of the like questions that they ask you to like diagnose you with depression is like, do you not find joy in activities that you used to find joy in? Yeah. Yeah, and I got so, a tangent. I go off about those little, yeah. those little like like those little sheets of paper at the doctor's office. Yeah, yeah. like one to six or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like we, like I I I hated marching band when I used you to love. Band? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Would you play? Uh, I, my freshman year, I marched the fourth bass drum. Okay. And then my sophomore through senior year, I marched snare drum. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't like making music anymore. I didn't like um, spending time with people. I just wanted to like play video games and hang out. And then, um, yeah. So I actually at one point reached, uh, reached out to the guitar player of a band called 12 foot ninja from Australia. Uh, just because I felt like every single person that I talked to was sick of listening to my shit. You know what I'm talking about? Um, so yeah, we're I'm sorry. With the dog. The dog is the dog is wanting to go out. Yeah, yeah we uh, we may need to cut this a little. We short. are we're almost done actually. I, yeah. Yeah, how long have we been on? We're uh, we're approaching ninety minutes. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks for so hanging we, we out. We meant to guys. hit an hour. We, we're about to hit yeah. an hour and so a half. Oh my just, god. Just to finish my story <laughs> concisely. Um, that was a moment he helped me out through that, which yeah. was awesome. Rowan, you're a great dude. For Thanks, me. Rowan. Yeah. Um, and then I once again forgot about it. Uh, almost had like a testicular cancer scare oh. after I graduated high school. Oh, man. Uh, and that sparked my medical anxiety. And that's when I realized that anxiety is such a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started getting, you know, panic attacks and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And so, yeah. but yeah, like we can go more into that. But the next I think. Episode. Yeah, I think this has been a, a really cool kind yeah, of like for talk. Sure, this, yeah. this is a good place to wrap it up. Again, to bring it back, you know, if you and and we we did we started talking about some pretty heavy stuff here. If you yeah, need help, we hit the ground running a little bit. You know, find some <laughs> help. Find bit. some help. Even if, hey, look, like there's a lot of people out there that joke about like, oh, huh, my only friend is my therapist, and I pay them like hundreds of dollars an hour. Like, if you. If you need someone to talk to for free, yeah, um, yo, for for free, and I, we'll put you on the show. I always tell no, I always tell like my friends and stuff, dude. You don't have to pay a therapist if you need someone to talk to. Like, let's just go, oh, yeah. like, grab a cup of coffee. Let's grab a couple of burritos, and um, you know, we'll just we'll just knock this out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. Like, don't don't be afraid to like talk to talk to your friends about like what you're going through because oftentimes like people are more willing to listen than you think. And if you try it out and you like talk to someone and they're just like, Oh, you know, if, if the dynamic isn't there, like there's, there's gotta be someone else, you know, or, or you'll learn that they're also going through some stuff. Yeah. Or just like talk it through with them because, you know, maybe, maybe they, you know, aren't listening as my, like maybe to you they're not listening but maybe to them you're the first person that's listened yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely um so we're gonna try to make this like a weekly thing i think yeah, um, yeah definitely I, you're I, often enough yeah things, yeah so. absolutely i absolutely love doing this i love talking with I you guys and time. stuff yeah yeah it's, it's as, as deep as this got i've had a great time yeah it's nice mm-hmm. to be able to i like we said it's kind of a cool thing to know that you're not alone oh, so yeah. yeah i mean so, that's why that's why the blues is such a popular genre of music. That's why, you know, 
the music I listen to is just like it's sad. Yeah. You know, just makes me feel better to That's know that I'm That's something I definitely want to get to. Question yeah. of the week, why is sad music so good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, um, we'll definitely get into that yeah, at yeah. a later time. But um but yeah, so thanks for checking us out. Like I said, this is or like we said at the beginning, this is like we call it searching for. Yeah, thank you um, so, so much. So yeah, Everyone, we're gonna, yeah, and I mean, all three. Yeah. We're gonna keep this yeah. going. Actually, two of you. I think we I lost mean, one. Even yeah. I mean, honestly, real talk. Even if we only had like two active listeners, like we'll, we're gonna be doing this for a minute. Yeah, yeah. So just check it out. I honestly think it's it's just as much as as it is like for other people as we wanted to help them. It's gonna like yeah. help us. Or oh whatever. yeah, well, it's therapeutic for for anybody listening at home and also for us just to sit and talk for a bit too. Yeah, so. totally. So, uh, yeah, shout outs. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for checking us out and, uh, come back next One week. One thing I want to add really quick. Sorry. Um, Go for it. let's just add other ways people can get in touch with us. Oh, um, yeah. so like I said, we have our email, which is actually searching for podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you, you can hit us up there anytime we can mm-hmm. all get yeah. access to that. Yeah. We'll all check wanna, it regularly. Yeah. If you want to hit us up on like our socials or anything like that, um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at, at, Constations. Uh, sorry, that's a little difficult. I can we'll, try to put in like a description or something. Yeah, we'll just put in the description of the, of the, of the episode. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at callsign underscore Goliath. Uh, I am an airsoft weeb, so of course I have the tactical callsign name. But yeah, callsign underscore Goliath on Instagram. And that's basically all I have. So yeah. And you can find me on Instagram. It's my only social media. So you can find me on Instagram at another underscore stupid underscore hipster. That's another stupid hipster with underscores. Or come find me in the streets. (laughs) (laughs) At me IRL. (laughs) You won't. Yeah. Um, But anyways, yeah, thanks again, guys. Thanks for letting me sit in your living room at 3 o'clock. Oh, you're talking to us. I am talking to them, too, but I'm talking to you as well. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for letting us into your living room, bedroom, bathroom, or wherever you're listening to this. If you listen to the entire show and made it this far, shout out. Yeah, Yeah. seriously. Let us know what you think. Tell us if there's any way that we can fix our dumbass rants. Yeah. Um, I mean, in like, give us feedback. We listen to that shit. Um, Totally. I know I just called it shit, but Campbell out. I got to go take care of this dog. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go. Dog got to pee. Have a great rest of your, now it's a Tuesday. Now it's Tuesday. Now it's Tuesday. I don't know know when it's going to be up. We all love you and we all hope you have a great day. Heck yeah. All your mom and dad. Tell them you love them. All right. See you later. (laughs)